What is going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us on this lovely Saturday night, post-Christmas spectacular. I'm so happy that you guys are here. I want to give a super special shout-out to a few guys that came here a little bit early. And don't worry, I'll get to the rest of you guys, too. Andy's Lawn Care and Outdoor Adventures. What's going on, buddy? I see you're back for round two. How you doing? Waiting for the snow in Chicago? Super TA, what's going on? Hey, left tool, what's going on? Where's your other half at? That's all right, man. You're the funny half, aren't you? (laughs) All right, guys. So uh, thank you so much for stopping by today. Uh, If you guys don't know, our podcast here is meant to showcase some of the nicest lawns in the lawn community. And I definitely think that our guest tonight, Mr. Jimmy Lewis, has proven himself and and has an established lawn that is definitely one of the best that I've seen. I don't know about you guys. You may have seen him on his YouTube channel. You may have seen him in various live streams in the long community. And I'm so happy that he joined us today. What's going on, Jimmy? Hey, George. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. What's going on, everybody? Hey, what's going on? What you up to today, Jimmy? Uh, you still in a coma from the food yesterday or what? <laughs> So much food yesterday, man. Uh, had a really good Christmas. Spent a lot of time with family, and man, Christmas is better when you have kids. I'll tell you that. It's it's fun to watch the kids open the presents and and just see that look in their eyes, and it's it's great. Nice, nice. What did Santa get them for Christmas? A lot of RC cars. We have <laughs> RC cars all over the house right now. RC cars and scooters, I think, were the theme for us. It's actually funny you mentioned that because I myself got my daughter, uh, not so much an RC car, but one of those 12 volt, like super Jeep batter, uh, cars that like they could drive around in. Yeah. Yeah. We have a couple of those too. Nice. This thing goes like up to like seven miles per hour. I don't know. She's only 17 months, you know, same age as your daughter as we were talking. I don't know if she could drive that yeah. yet, but we'll see. <laughs> we actually took, uh, we took a pool noodle and, and just sliced sliced it on one side and put it across the the top of the windshield on a on this little gmc pickup power tools truck that we have that way when when my oldest would give our middle son a ride and you know slam on the gas pedal it wouldn't his his brother wouldn't bang his head on the windshield too hard he had he had a soft impact spot so pro tip for all you parents out there or future parents too for that yeah yeah, your, your you know, future it, parents can tuck that away in your future parent folder. It's actually funny you mentioned that also because, you know, when I first had my baby, I was worried about her hitting like the corner of the TV stands and things like that. So rather than spending like $50 for like a 10 foot thing of like special foam on Amazon, we just use those pool noodles that you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> pool, pool noodles are multi-purpose for sure. I, I see that. Real quick, I want to go to the comments, and uh, I do want to give a couple more shout-outs. Striper Man, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Good to see you, bud. Thank you so much for He's stopping here. by. Uh, Mazel Tov. Uh, oh, happy Hanukkah. I don't know who's, who's uh, Hanukkah is celebrating, but uh, L'chaim and Assalamu Alaikum and uh, <laughs> happy Hanukkah to you. <laughs> What's going on, James Dahl? How you doing, buddy, man? Thanks for stopping by. Grace, Jimmy Lewis, Pacific Northwest yep, I'm Lawns. Here. I'm here. Nice. We got Nate in the building. What's going on, Nate? Hey, Nate's a cool guy, man. I don't know if you know, but uh, he was into mudding before. Uh, he, he used to have a 
four by four truck and he used to go off roading, which is pretty you know, cool. That, that makes a lot of sense now because he was having a blast when he was out here in Utah. When when Justin was out here and we were hanging out with John Perry, we went on uh, a side by side ride up in the mountains and yeah. I was sitting next to him in the back there and we were having a good time. Oh really? Fun. I, I remember yeah. I saw that video that you guys had. You guys took was that ATVs or UTVs you guys had? Um, so I am not educated in this category. All I know is I want one. And that's, <laughs> that's really, that's as far as I go. Um, we, we call them side by sides out here. Um, but, uh, John's got a four seater and it's probably he, UTV then. Yeah. He, I mean, he goes, he goes nuts in that thing. And I know he's got a new one ordered, so he's going to be getting even crazier next year. So yeah, I don't blame him, man. With that mountain piece of property that he has, I'd probably have a few of those myself. Yeah, yeah. The backyard is his playground. There, it, it's beautiful up there. It's really fun to go up there. And now that he's getting a new a new machine, we'll have to uh, to make another trip up to the mountains. Yeah, you know, I I always wondered about you, Jimmy. Like, I see your house. It lives like it looks like you live like in a suburban area, but then I see all those beautiful mountains like behind you. How does it feel to be so close yet so far away from those mountains? You know? Yeah, it's it's really surreal because I grew up in the desert. I mean, I'm in the desert now. Utah's still the desert, but I I grew up just outside of Las Vegas, and that is like desert and dry. You know, it's just desert <laughs> yeah uh but there's like not really any mountains around um there's a couple uh throughout the valley but nothing like utah it doesn't even compare um and you you don't really get it until you're actually here and you see it in person like you can i can put the mountains in my videos all day long and it, it never does it justice it's just really really beautiful very very majestic um right now uh, this time of year is probably the best time of the year for the mountains because uh, the valleys and everything, they, we don't have any snow on the ground right now, but the mountains really have snow on them. And it just, the snow makes the mountains look much more um, inviting and beautiful and really, really cool. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome, Jimmy. You know, I always want to take a trip to Utah. But real quick, I want to give a super special shout out to Mr. Left Tool. Thank you so much for the super chat. He said, all right, everyone, send in your New Year's lawn resolutions in the chat. Hey, you know, if you guys want to, go ahead. We could all make a commitment now to improve our lawns in 2021. I do want to <laughs> give a shout out to Shazel Syed. He is uh, my friend and neighbor next door. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? It's Ninja Shazel nice. in the building. Uh, but, yeah, like I was saying, uh, uh, I do want to give a few more shout-outs. Hey, what's going on, SoCal Lawn and Order? Don't think I forgot about you, man. I saw you there under Nate. Uh, we got Around the House with Pat. What's going on? Uh, Backwoods Lawn Care. Ron Henry. What's going on, buddy? Ron Henry, man. Ron this Henry's guy, in the house. This guy had an awesome live stream yesterday he was given he was like santa claus yesterday giving out the goodies man <laughs> this guy gave out a nice. two and a half gallon bottle of brand supreme green uh some uh my soil test kits i mean he was like handing out the gifts non-stop so props to you ron there was only like 10 people in the sweepstakes and there was three prizes and i still didn't win this time man. i feel like i'm becoming the new <laughs> lg huh 
<laughs> uh, but that's all right, man. No worries, man. Who needs to test their soil anyways? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you're you're saying that to the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm totally kidding, man. Uh, Longineer, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Um, Hey, super chat from Backwoods Long Care. Thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate that. Merry Christmas to you too, bud. Uh, super chat from Super TA. Thank you so much. Man, you guys are so generous, man. I feel like there's like a domino effect going on over hey, here. This is a great time of year to do these podcasts, man. This is the giving season. People are feeling it. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, it's generous. The cool, thing too, the cool thing, too, is there's a real, really a lot of generous people in, in our community. You know, there's, there's some good people out there. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely, man. That's why I love the lawn community. You know, I, I entered the lawn game, you know, a few months ago, and, like, I, I hardly knew anyone, and I reached out to a few people and got to know. I mean, they were so they, – they had, like, open, open arms to me, man, even though they didn't know me. Yeah. I was new. Like, Ron, you know, I commented on a few of his videos. We got to know each other. Super cool dude. Had him on the live stream. So, like you said, you know, I mean, the lawn community is great. You're here, Jimmy. I mean, I've been watching you for years, man. So it's kind of surreal that you're even here right now with me. You know, <laughs> it's funny how that works. Yeah, it's it's fun. I I never thought I'd ever be in a position like this, man. I I'm just having fun with it. I just like doing what I do, and and now I have a, a way to share it with people and and kind of fit in with with a group for once. So it's been a lot of fun. I'm ha I'm really happy to be here. I'm, I appreciate you in, inviting me on here and. And I'm excited to chat with you guys tonight. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. And, you know, we got a lot of cool people in the in the chat, a lot of creators, some viewers, some fans. So, I mean, it's just it's, it's just a good time, you know, especially in these times right now, you know, with the current situation of things. Sometimes it's hard to congregate with people and have conversations about the things that you actually like. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with like, you know, Christmas dinner. But how much are we really going to talk about what we like with our family? You know, I mean. <laughs> I mean, that only goes so far, you know, but it's nice to actually like have a place to like chill and congregate and be able to, you know, just kind of uh, learn from each other with our hobbies. For sure. And I don't know about your family, but my family's probably tired of me talking about the grass. Oh, yeah. Dude, tell me about it, man. <laughs> Same here, man. Every time, every t like yesterday, you know, I had, uh, you know, a, a small gathering at my house and, uh, you know, the family's like, what are you up to? I'm like making youtube videos about long care they all roll their eyes at me <laughs> not <laughs> again <laughs> <laughs> exactly man uh but uh don't worry i'll have the last laugh you know <laughs> yeah there you go you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but uh hey alan alan fogelson uh first time guy thank you so much for stopping by bud uh i haven't seen you before but i appreciate you coming uh but yeah, like you were saying, man, over there in Utah, I mean, the mountains are beautiful. I'm yet to go. the The famous national park that you guys have is, is that is that Zion? Is that in Utah? Yeah. So, so uh, Zion National Park is um, one of many uh, <laughs> national parks in Utah. Um, I think there's five here, five national parks. Uh, we got Zion's. We got Arches, uh, Bryce Canyon, yeah, Bryce Canyonlands, Canyon um, and then I think delicate no delicate arches and arches. Um, what's the other one? Google, help me. I um, I, I heard Capitol Reef. <clears throat> I heard that uh, supposedly, like the the Road Runner and Wildy e. Coyote takes place in Utah. Is that true? 
I believe it. Yeah, that's what I heard, man. Because you know, there's <laughs> always those canyons and those red rocks and everything like right. that. Right. Uh, yep. Hey, Lake House Lawn Care, what's going on, Kai? Thank you so much for stopping by. I remember, uh, I don't know if you guys seen our podcast that I did with Lake House Lawn Care. He came here in person and we had an awesome podcast. Uh, really had a good time with him. So thanks for stopping by, Kyle. Hey, Left Tool said, hey, what's up, Chicago? Your pond frozen yet? No, surprisingly, Left Tool, we haven't even had any snow yet here. Like not even like a dusting. So uh, the temperature has been pretty mild. Uh, today it was cold. But it was 50 degrees two days ago, which is crazy for Chicago. What's the temperature like in Utah right now, Jimmy? It's cold. Um, we, we've only gotten maybe an inch of snow. Uh, and that was maybe almost a week ago. We got about an inch. And uh, other than that, it's just been dustings. But we've been, we've been sitting around the 30s uh, last few days as a, as a high as like mid, mid to high 30s. So you uh, mentioned. nights are cold. So you mentioned you're in Utah. Uh, that's is it desert where you are too, or is that like more up in the mountains or in the valleys, or how does that work? Um, yeah, I mean it's all desert. Yeah. So where you live technically is desert. Yeah. Really. Wow. Yeah. It's I, it's it's a desert climate. We I mean we have we we get pretty much four seasons, which is cool. Um. The nice thing where we live is we're far enough south where our winter isn't very extended. Um, we don't have long winters here, um, which is nice. The The biggest issue I have with the weather here is the seasonal transitions. It just it just can't seem to make up its mind when, when we transition out of uh, winter to spring and then fall to winter. Those are the hardest ones. And, yeah. <laughs> That's that's my big issue with Utah weather is seasonal transition. But other than that, we're, we've got pretty much four seasons. Um, the snow is really inconsistent. Uh, there's there's times where we'll get dumped on, um, and I mean it's all relative relatively speaking. Dumped on here is like eight inches of snow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but and then there's years where we don't get anything. Like like this year is looking like one of those years, which kind of stinks. But it is what it is. Yeah, I guess it's global warming or something, man, because I remember when I was a kid, I mean, we we had a lot of snow. I mean, it seemed like it was always snowy outside and cold. And then, like, yeah. now, last year it snowed, like, one big snowstorm. This year it hasn't even snowed yet. So I don't know what's going on with the weather. Uh, and I know you were mentioning the gripes you had with Utah. You want to know what my big gripe is with Chicago? Hit and me with it. And and you personally probably do not suffer this issue. Humidity. Oh my God! It is so oh, yeah. humid here. It's like Florida <laughs> in the summertime, man. Yeah. No, there's there's no humidity here. <laughs> yeah, I, you're lucky. I think it. I think it gets uh, maybe around ten percent, give or take. Yeah. No. Over here in the windy city, uh, technically our our weather is uh, it's called warm. Humid continental climate. That's the official weather. So it uh -huh. gets really muggy here. And it's just sometimes it's so hard to breathe. That's how muggy it is here. I don't understand. I always thought that was like kind of like an East Coast thing by Florida and everything. But over here, I mean, you could ask uh, Kyle from Lake House Lawn Care and Andy. I know Andy is from the Chicagoland area. They they know the humidity out here, man. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, Jimmy, uh, I'm sure a lot of the viewers that are watching you know, they, they know you and they've seen your YouTube channel. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, 
what your hobbies are. Obviously, I no longer care, but you know, other things, what you're up to, things like that. Yeah, um, I I spent a good part of my day uh, putting some Legos together uh, with my son, with my oldest. Um, it was actually the biggest set that he's ever had, and consequently, um, the the biggest set that I've ever put together too. It wasn't very big. I think it was maybe couple hundred pieces or so um but i like i like doing lego sets i like the star wars lego sets um i'm into coins um i like i like the state quarters and the national park quarters that are going on right now almost almost done um that's been kind of hard with with the covid but (laughs) coins are kind of short right now so i've been kind of putting a hold on that but yeah i like hanging out with my kids and um i I spend a lot of extra time, you know, working on the YouTube channel, doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff. I've got a couple extra projects with that I'm working on right now through the winter. And, um, yeah, that's, that's what I like to do. Uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned about like collecting coins. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I used to be a branch manager of a bank before I started, uh, oh, becoming, a, yeah, becoming a financial analyst. So uh-huh. when I was the manager at the bank, I used to have this one guy named Scott. He used to come in all the time, and he would buy two boxes of quarters and two boxes of pennies, and, yeah. and which totaled to be about like $1,100 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he would bring it home with his grandkids, and they would sort through these boxes of coins. And they would yeah. be trying to find special you know, pennies and special quarters and things like that. And his grandkid was always so excited. He would bring them in to the bank. They'd be excited getting the boxes. They'd be leaving with a smile on their face. <laughs> and I thought about it. You know, like, it's a good way to spend time with your with your family. And, I mean, there's no risk of you losing money because it's right. like, it, it's an asset. You know, it's not like a collect- <laughs> like something you don't know if it'll be a collectible or anything like that. What's the rarest coin you have? Ooh, I couldn't even tell you. Um my my primary focus the last couple of years since I've gotten back into it has been um, the quarters, and so I I'll usually take like a hundred hundred and ten bucks worth of quarters, and and swap them out, and then uh, but yeah I've got I've got a couple of of pure silver coins nice. so they're worth whatever their weight is in silver I think I have a couple of gold gold coins too. Um, Got some old pennies, some old nickels and dimes that have been passed down to me. I've I've got a little bit of everything, to be honest. Uh, one time when I was in the bank, this one lady came in and she was kicking and screaming and crying, and we were asking her, you know, what's wrong? And she said, "Oh, my boyfriend, he just got locked up because he got a DUI." And I went into his safe, and this is the only thing he had. Can you guys trade it in for me? And I took a look at it, and it was a five hundred dollar bill. I don't know if you know <laughs> if those exist or not. Uh, but it was real, man. I've never seen one. Yeah, and she she gave it to us. She's like, "Can you give me five hundred dollars for this because I need to bail him out of jail?" And <laughs> the one teller that was at the bank was like, she didn't know it was real, you know. But I overheard it, so I went to go take a look at it, and it was real, man. I checked it with the marker; it was printed on the cotton paper. Everything was yeah. legit about it. And I ended up like trading it for her, and then I bought it out of the drawer and took it home, and I sold it to a coin collector for eighteen hundred dollars. The next day. So that was like a come up, man. I was worried she was going to come back to the bank and ask for it, but she never did. I mean, they just really needed the money. And I guess that was like a collectible the guy had and they didn't have any other money, you know? 
Well, I guess that's what he gets, right? <laughs> hey, you know, hopefully he changes <laughs> life around, man. <laughs> maybe, yeah, for maybe, sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see if we have any questions over here in the live stream. Uh, over here. All right. So Left Tool has a question. What are the first thing you two are going to be doing for spring 2021? That's a good question. Uh, the To be honest, the first thing that I'm going to be doing, I've already done. Um, and that's get my my winterizer fertilizer application down because that's that's really the, the first application for spring. So if, if you want to be the nerd, the nerdy answer is that. Um, and then I also <laughs> I also uh, killed part of my lawn. I don't know if you saw that. Um, it's kind of embarrassing. Um, oh, man. <laughs> I I, <laughs> trust me, I did too. <laughs> I I took out on accident part of part of my front yard near a near a garden bed, and uh, I I gave my first try at uh, dormant seeding over there. So hopefully that will start growing in the spring. First thing, uh, and then uh, yeah. But as far as the basics go, the first thing I'm doing this spring is another soil test. It's been it'll be. I didn't do one this past year, so I'm going to do it again. Uh, so I'll, I'll be soil testing and uh, using using that information to plan out my my strategy for the year. So when you uh, took out some of your grass, was it because were you spraying liquid fertilizers? Because that's what happened to me. Uh, no, I was spraying glyphosate. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. <laughs> I, uh. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what was in that bed, but it was just overtaking it. And it, the the joke on my channel and and the people that are in the chat will 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 get this, but it wasn't Nutsedge. Um, it it was some other kind of rhizominous grass. I I couldn't tell you what it was, but I tried you know the over the counter uh, concentrated mixes of of herbicides and things, and nothing was working. And I tried pulling out by hand, and I could. I could actually pull the rhizome up and I could just follow it through the bed forever. Oh man. And that's when I knew I was in for it. And so I finally decided uh, towards the end of the season that I just needed to spray it out. So I went and got a pretty heavy concentrated glyphosate and uh, I sprayed it. And I, I tried to be really careful too. I, I had uh, a piece of cardboard and, you know, made sure it wasn't very windy outside, like no wind at all, but I wanted to prevent any kind of potential spray drift. And like I said, super careful. And for whatever reason, I think what happened was, is I didn't let it sit long enough before I watered the grass again. Uh, I waited, I, I waited probably a good day or two, but it wasn't long enough because whatever was still there washed out of that bed towards the sidewalk. Oh, and that's man. kind of the pattern that it made as it, as it, washed out so that's that's kind of my guess based on what's left excuse me but yeah that's that's what happened it was it was glyphosate and you know how you know how grass does with glyphosate <laughs> yeah well between me and you when i did my lawn renovation i may have overstepped my boundary when i had glyphosate on the bottom of my feet I don't want to point uh, fingers, you know. I got some neighbors in here, but I think you, you catch you my You made drift. a little trail, huh? <laughs> yeah, if you know what I mean. And uh, let's just say it wasn't my property. 
<laughs> um, but anyways, uh, but don't feel bad, Jimmy, because I also made a big boo-boo uh, at the end of the season. Uh, I don't know if you've seen my renovation videos, but uh, I ended up spraying a little too hot of a mixture on the boulevard strip uh, down on the bottom part of my lawn. And I ended up burning like half of my lawn renovation on the boulevard strip. Uh, I kept on trying to water it and water it, and I tried to save as much as possible. So to answer that question that we had, what is the first thing I'm going to do for 2021 is I'm going to go ahead and reseed that area down there. I don't know how well the Kentucky bluegrass is going to take in the springtime. Uh, I'm going to have to keep you it wet. You can do it. Yeah, you I can, can do, do it. it. I, I did a huge, I did probably a good 25% of my backyard last spring. Did you? And Yep. And it, it was an 80-20 mix of bluegrass and rye. Uh, there's, a, there's a playlist on my channel for it. Um, you can check that out if you want. But that was in the spring. I did I started that, I think, in March. And it did fine. Uh, there were a couple of probably two or three bare spots um, around that area for a little while. But you know how bluegrass is just it just fills in on its own. Yeah. Uh, and I never did a second seeding. It was just the one time... And I never did it again that whole the whole season, and it, it turned out great. Awesome, so, man! Just baby it, and you'll be fine. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna have to go through that whole process of seeding and watering and seeding and watering. You know what was awesome though about this year is that you know I actually had the time because I was working from home. I had the time to water and pay attention and things like that. So. I wasn't too worried about it. Uh, we do have a question here from Andy's Lawn Care and Outdoor Adventures. He said, Jimmy, any plans to top dress the lawn with sand again? Um, I feel like yes that never no. stops. Yeah, it, it's it's a rabbit hole, man. Even <laughs> real mowing in general is, is one of the biggest rabbit holes that you can step into. Uh, <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, yeah, and anyone who's who's real mowing knows it, and they're laughing too. Um, because it's true. Uh, but yeah, uh, I do have, I got a lot of sand this year and, um, really like what I would really like to do is just start over in the front yard, but I just don't, I'm not going to do it. Um, I do still have some sand left over. That's one of the convenient things about having a trampoline pit in the backyard is I have a place to store the extra sand. And so I might pull out some sand throughout the season and just kind of do a little bit of patchwork in some areas that are really bad still. Um, you know, dips that are a little too deep to just kind of bury uh, the grass wouldn't have grown through. So maybe a little bit out of time here and there. We'll see. Um, I don't think I'm going to do a full on top dressing again, at least until next fall. So, yeah, you know, I always say, man, once, once you first level, it's kind of like getting a tattoo, you know? You get one tattoo and then you want to keep getting more. Not that I have any tattoos because I don't I even, have no tattoos. <laughs> I don't have even one tattoo, but from what I hear, once you get one, you know, before you know it, you got like a little Wayne face and you got teardrops and crosses <laughs> on your face, you know? <laughs> that's what I hear. But uh, that's kind of like leveling, you know? I mean, it's like you always want to keep doing it. Um, over here, uh, Kyle from Lake House said, Jimmy, what's your favorite college football team? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, obviously I live in, in Utah and we have, we have some teams out here. Um, and the, the real rivalry is the Utah BYU rivalry. Um, 
and I don't know if I don't know if you guys heard, but but University of Utah lost a 19-year-old player yesterday. I think it was yesterday or today. Um, super tragic accident. Uh, star player on their team accidentally shot himself. Um, oh my god! So yeah, super crazy for them. Um, really, really sad. Uh, I will say though, I'm not I'm not one to root for Utah or root for Utah. Root for Utah. <laughs> uh, I like I like watching BYU football. I've I've been watching BYU football a long time. Uh, outside of Utah, I like watching the Ducks. I like watching Oregon. Um, I like watching USC. Uh, my family is from Southern California, so Southern California teams I'm all over. Um, but yeah, co- I definitely like watching college football. Though, I will say that I'd much rather watch college football than pro football. Oh yeah, definitely. Me too. You know, once you go pro, I mean, it's just like it's not fun anymore. You know, <laughs> but when you're working so, hard to get to they, the majors, they that's, have nothing else to work for. You know. Yeah, I mean that's it. They made it. You know, that's kind of like with the same reason I don't like watching the All Star games. You know, they're just goofing off. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, things like that. Hey, speaking of freak accidents you were talking about, man, what do you think about that stuff that happened in Nashville? That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that was that was crazy. You know, on the holidays, you don't – I try not to look at the news or open up the news app on my phone just because you don't want to get into that. But Yeah. Um, but for some reason, I came across what happened in Nashville. I was like, oh, man, come on. It's Christmas. Why are people doing that? But it, it, uh, it's like a total freak accident. I was learning more about it today and, like, the RV, like, it, it was warning people to evacuate. Yeah, I heard that it had, like, 30 minutes ahead of time. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, announcing in the streets, like, attention, everybody, evacuate. There's, like, uh, so I don't know. I have no idea, man. I think we're going to learn more in the coming days. Um, but that was a freak accident. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, it was planned. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so there's there's somebody behind it and and somebody's got to be held accountable and responsible for that um, because people's lives were in jeopardy and, and people were hurt. Um, but yes, there's some, some weird people out there, man. That's this about is, as weird as it gets. And then to do it on Christmas too. I don't want to get too much into the current events, but uh, you know, I, I figure I just bring it up and see, you know, wh- like wh- what your thoughts were about it. Uh, but uh, looking over here in the comments, uh, we could see uh, Brian Young. He asked you a question. I, I personally don't have the flow zone, but he said, yep. any tips or tricks for the flow zone typhoon too? Uh, yeah, so I, I've i been using uh, the flow zone typhoon. I think it's the 2V. Uh, it's got the variable adjustment for the spray. Yeah, uh, I, saw, I saw that. On the side there. Uh, it's a cool sprayer. It's really well designed. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's a commercial sprayer, commercial backpack sprayer. It's commercial quality. And, and, uh, the Peston Lawn Ginger, Jared, he uses that for, for his business and, and his crew, they run those. Um, so yeah, they're, they're meant to take a beating, uh, and they work really well. Uh, the best tips I can give you is to make sure the battery's charged before you use it <laughs> um, huh. and, and possibly have an extra battery on hand that's ready to go just in case. Uh, the other thing too, is if you don't have their new straps, I think they're called comfort straps. They just came out with those probably end of summer this year. Those things are glorious, like the most comfortable backpack straps I've ever 
be held on my shoulders. Uh, yeah, it, and they're not expensive either. So if you don't have those, invest. They're easy to swap out from from the crappy ones. I mean, they're not crappy, but the the ones that used to be standard issue on those sprayers were nice. But man, these are like pillows. They're so good. Uh, and then the other thing too is go and uh, go over to my channel and check out my video on the sprayer tips that I use and why I use them and and this the sprayer tip setup that I'm that I'm uh, using currently. So. I, I know the flows. I, I know the flow zone. They use the pressure washer nozzles, right? Yeah, it's all quick connect, which is super cool. It's got the uh, trigger handle pistol grip on it. Oh wow! And then, and then the uh, the wand attaches to the the pistol grip with quick connect, and then the tips on the end of the wand are quick connect as well. It's super easy, really, really, really convenient. So like, I like it a lot. You can't use a T jet nozzle on there, or you can, yeah. Oh, you could. Yeah, you can get you can get quick connect uh, T jet T jet nozzles. Oh, that, yeah, that no that's problem. cool, man. Uh, yeah, and then and then with my setup, I've got a the the fittings on there so that they're kind of angled a little bit, so you don't have to kind of hold the sprayer like this when you're spraying and walking. You can kind of hold it out in front of you, and then it angles down uh, so that it it sprays away from you a little bit. It's nice. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I was wondering, Jimmy, so I, I'm big into, like, auto detailing, and I have, like, mm -hmm. a whole bunch of, like, pressure washer guns. I have the MTM SG-28, and I have the Mosmatic and, like, the OG spec one, and, like, I, I'm pretty deep into it. Is it? Like, I have the, no idea what you're talking about, but okay. Let's well, well <laughs> what I'm trying to ask, what I'm trying to ask pretty much is, are is the nozzle loose on it, like, on mine? So, like, like the pressure it, washer gun. Whoops. Yeah, when it's not engaged, is it loose from the gun? Um, like, I have to check, it? but it 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 feels pretty secure. Like yeah. it's not like there's not enough play in it for it to be bothersome or to make noise or anything that I can remember. Yeah, uh, it's it's been a little while since I've used it, but but it's it works for me. It's I I think it's nice. Uh, the one thing that I need to fix, and and people have left comments on my videos about it too, because I did a review on the flow zone. And one of the things I said in that review was that uh, the tips will leak after I um, let go of the, the handle and cut off the flow. Uh, the tips will leak and drip a little bit of product out. And I know that there's some kind of filter or something that I can get um, to put in my setup to, to help prevent that. So I need to, I need to look into that more before the season starts and, and get that so I can fix that leak. So with flow zones, quick connects like, uh, the tips for them, do they have different orifice sizes similar to like the T jets where you can interchange them and like you can have uh, more product flowing, like more gallon per minute because. Yeah. So that comes with, yeah. So that comes with their, like whatever model of sprayer you get from them. So with mine, the two V it's a, it's literally a dial and you can customize it. I think from like 15 to a, uh, 115 psi on mine like this thing is beefy <laughs> did you say 115 uh, psi yeah i think that's what it is oh my god dude that's a lot let me man. look i'm gonna google it right now just so i'm not blowing smoke at you oh yeah uh, my sprayers plus is only 30 <clears throat> it's just one setting uh 30 psi yeah like i said this is this is a commercial product like this is like hardcore homeowner gets this 
backpack sprayer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is not your run of the mill me... sprayer. <laughs> no. <laughs> and 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 I and I tried to make that clear in my review that it's it's not like your typical homeowner sprayer. Like this is something like they have other sprayers in their lineup that are great for homeowners. Um, but yeah, this goes up to 115 psi. Dude, you uh, could like pressure wash concrete with that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. You, not really, <laughs> but that, like, I mean, not that's really. like cutting it you, close. It, it depends on how dirty your concrete is for you to actually see some results from it. But it, for, for it a works sprayer, really good. for a sprayer that is extremely high. I never heard of that high. Yeah, and I like to crank it all the way up when I use it too. That way, I can get the get the job done really quick. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun sprayer. They make they make nice nice products. So I, I like. Them. So there are other sprayers out there that I want to try, though. But. Dude, have you noticed everyone their mom has this Petra sprayer right now? <laughs> I do see those making the rounds currently. I, <laughs> I expect to see several videos on those come spring. Yeah, I, I'm. Did one, you get one? No, I didn't, man. I mean, I'm on Instagram and then like in the Discord and the law forum, and it's like it just seems like everyone got one. I mean, what what did they do? <laughs> just send out one to everybody in the lawn community? I, I, I think they sent out a bunch to people in the community for review and 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 videos and stuff like that, which is smart marketing. I I don't have a problem with that. Um, I am starting to get a little a little weary of doing videos myself where I'm seeing a lot of those, but um, it just depends on how saturated the market is um, with products like that. You know, it just kind of depends. I think, uh, yeah, uh, uh, you know what, Jimmy, uh, I think I know what you're talking about and I feel the same way, man. You're not the only one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. Uh, but looking over here, uh, we say, he said he'll regret it. Uh, George, he said, which sprayers plus do you own? He said, uh, this is what Andy said. I own the FH25E. It's a great little sprayer for the money. I have the sprayers plus 105EX four gallon backpack sprayer. And yes, I, I totally agree. That is an awesome sprayer. I know I don't have. They make good sprayers too. I, I know I don't have the biggest piece of property ever, but would you believe it or not, Jimmy? I've had this sprayer way longer than a year, and I've literally not charged the battery even one time yet. Not even That's once. That's impressive. That's impressive. How many square feet do you have? I have uh, about seventeen hundred up front, and then about three thousand in the back. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Hey, that's pretty impressive for a battery. I don't that's know pretty- what they put in those sprayers plus batteries, but their battery technology is phenomenal. I mean, I, I, yeah. I've i never, I haven't even, it's gotten to the point now where I don't even check it because it just never stops. <laughs> <laughs> you just expect it to work. <laughs> yeah, it's like I have it connected to like a, a 110 volt outlet, man. <laughs> They've got like a secret solar panel in there or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea what they're doing. Hey, Mr. Lush Lawn said he had three. He owns three Petras, man. He got one for him, one for his wife, and one for his dog. <laughs> <laughs> his dog is named Petra. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy, I, I want to congratulate you on your YouTube growth, man. I know that your channel has seen like uh, a big growth, you know, this year. Uh, uh, you know, me being a new YouTuber, I'm kind of curious what made you like get into like making YouTube videos. Yeah, and let me let me start with this. I never anticipated my YouTube channel becoming anywhere near where it is right now. This is every day I look at 
you know, the statistics and what it's doing. And it's, it's just baffling to me. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very humbling because I'm, I'm no expert. And, and quite frankly, a lot of people in our community that are making videos are, are great people, but they're no experts either. Um, we just love what we do. And, and it's a, it's a hobby for us. And, and YouTube and social media has just been a really, really fun way to, uh, share our hobby with, with everyone else in the community. And and the camera went black, Jimmy. Oh, I got you. There we go. I'm back. (laughs) Nice, man. (laughs) I forgot to check it. (laughs) Uh, That's all right. You know, uh, but new camera problems. Yeah, if you guys but, don't know Jimmy off this camera game, he's rocking the Canon M50 Mark II, right? Yep, that's correct. Nice, man. Yeah, you, you, you're you coming through good here. Thanks, man. Uh, but yeah, I I got into it, you know, solely for the purpose of, of having something other than pictures to go with as far as looking back and seeing my progress. Um, just a new way to kind of document what I'm doing and and how things are turning out over time and and it's just been a blast for me i i love doing this um let that be a teaser for my my next video coming out uh this week sometime um as my final video of the year uh this is what i love to do and and i just have a blast doing it and uh yeah that's that's how i got started that's what that's what it is for me it's it's just a hobby and it's just a way for me to share um, share the pride that I have for my lawn and my hard work and and help others who want the same. Well, I definitely appreciate it, Jimmy, because, you know, you were one of the first lawn tubers I was watching along with Alan and, you know, Connor and Ryan and all those guys. You were up there with them on the list. And I appreciate all wow. your hard work. And I'm sure <laughs> everyone here that's watching, I mean, they support your hard work, too. So, um just to show uh, Jimmy you. that you appreciate it, if you could drop us a like, I'm sure that would uh, mean a lot to him and, and us so we could reach more people. Uh, but, yeah, Jimmy, uh, I mean, that's awesome. You know, you were saying that you want to look back at your videos. They say if if a picture says a thousand words, then a video says a million, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. And the fun thing for me, too, and and you'll probably find this more as, as – um, as your kids get older, uh, for me, my, my kids will make their way into the video. And, and a lot of the time it's not planned. You know, they're, they're outside with me because they like to be outside and, and play with their toys and, and be out there. And, and they even like following me around when I'm mowing too, just because they love it. Uh, anything with a motor, my boys are attracted to, nice. uh, just and, like and the fun thing. Yeah. The fun thing for me is, is seeing you know, going back to edit and, and dumping in all the footage and, and finding these special moments where you knew the camera was rolling, but you didn't realize they were out there and they were in frame and they do something really cute and you can't help but put it in the video. Um, so it's kind of cool to, to capture those moments that I wouldn't have otherwise if I wasn't filming. Um, so it's, it's, it's nice to have a way to, to see the kids grow as well, which is fun. Yeah, that's awesome, Jimmy. Uh, you know, like you said, you know, it's a video log that you can always look back on it. You could see your family, not to mention you could see your own progress, too, in the lawn. And you can also see the progress you've made as a filmmaker, you know? Yeah, 
for uh, sure. So that's awesome. Uh, over here, Scott, he asked a question. Would you recommend different sprayers for different products or just clean it out? That's a great question. And I think that's, that's something that everyone should understand too. Um, what I do is I have my main sprayer for products that I'll apply, um, you know, like fertilizers and humic acids and things like that. Um, and then I'll use, I'll use my backpack sprayer for, um, generic weed control, like spot spraying weeds in the lawn, um, products that are safe for the lawn I'll use in my backpack sprayer. And then I do have a separate, uh, just a cheap Home Depot, uh, pump sprayer. I think it's like one or two gallons. I'll use that. It's it's labeled glyphosate only, and and nothing else goes in that sprayer other than glyphosate. And it it's rarely used, um, but it has its own purpose. Um, glyphosate does not go in any other sprayer in my garage. Uh, yeah, Scott, I totally agree with Jimmy. Uh, if you want to have like your nice fancy sprayer that you want to spray your biostimulants and your, you know, fertilizers, uh, you know, spray it out of something like the Typhoon or the Sprayers Plus and just get one of those cheap, you know, yeah. $10, $15 pump sprayers and use that for your glyphosate. Um, if yeah. you do use glyphosate. And, and you can even use those cheap sprayers as like a one-time use too, because they're, they're junk anyways, but yeah, don't don't put glyphosate uh, or any kind of uh, uh, non-selective herbicide in your in your primary tank sprayer. Yeah, because even if you totally clean it out, I mean, there can always be remnants in the hose and you know in the joints, and it, it can yeah. creep out, and that stuff is it's just strong. So, uh, like Jimmy said, you know that's that's good. Um, let's see. It's a good question. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Um, so what have you learned, uh, you know, being a YouTuber? Um, one, one thing I've learned, like everything, is, is there's always someone out there that's better than me at something. Um, and there's always people and uh, there's always something to learn from, from anyone that you watch, um, whether it be good or bad. Um, there's, there's always ways to learn from other people. And that's why I like to put my goof ups in my videos too. Like when I killed my part of my front lawn, I, I like to put those videos out because one of the best ways to learn, um, is to learn from other people's mistakes. And I figure if I make mistakes, other people can learn from that too. Um, uh, another thing I've learned, uh, is, is that making videos is hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a, it's a big time commitment and yeah, you kind of get a workflow that you, that you develop over time, but there's, there's just so many different ways that you can express something and, and share something, um, that it kind of makes it more difficult at the same time. Yeah, that, that's awesome, Jimmy. I, I know that you mentioned that, uh, you know, you, you really, you learn from your mistakes, you know? That kind of seg segues me into uh, who my guest is going to be next week. Uh, he actually released a video strictly for the mistakes that he's made in his lawn. I don't know if you guys have seen it. He's kind of uh, an underground favorite in the lawn community, and he doesn't come out with videos too often. But when he does, they're definitely unique and entertaining. And uh, I think he brings a nice flavor to the lawn community. So if you guys want to see my interview next week on America's Top Lawns, it's going to be a special edition of 
Canada's top lawns. I don't know <laughs> if you guys know who Roz Weston is, but he's going to be on the show next week. Um, so just look forward to that. Do you know Roz, Jimmy? No, I was going to say there's a new channel that I need to look into. Yeah, he's been making lawn videos for a couple of years now. Um, cool. He's the only guy on YouTube I know that has a Toro Pro Stripe. <laughs> um, so check him out. Uh, he's kind of a, a local celebrity where he lives. Uh, he's the host of Kiss FM in Toronto, which is the biggest radio station in Toronto. And he's Sweet. also the host of Entertainment Weekly uh, in Toronto. So, And he's a hardcore lawn addict, so he'll be on next week. I look forward to to that nice yeah that'll be fun um let's see over here he said okay jimmy so uh what's your favorite video that you've made oh that's hard um my i know we all one. we all have that one video <laughs> that we love yeah my my favorite video is always the the latest um whenever i come out with a new video i always have like a uh, a special uh, excitement for that new video to get it out and to share it with people and and so that that's always my favorite one is the new one um, I'm really really excited to to put out my next video it's, it's already ready to go the edit's done I'm just kind of finishing up a couple other things uh, but it's it's my it's my uh, I don't want to call it a highlights video but it's more of it's definitely more on the sentimental side um, and there's, there's some good video clips in there and, um, just kind of things that have happened this year, kind of like a little rewind looking back on, on the year. And I, I think it turned out really good. So that, that will be my next favorite one when it comes out. <laughs> it's going to be like the Seinfeld episode of, uh, the reruns, you know, you remember how they used yeah. to do that at the end of every season? <laughs> yeah. Except more <laughs> sentimental. <laughs> yeah, definitely more sentimental. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, that, that's awesome, Jimmy. Uh, I look forward to it. Uh, I do want to let you guys know that we're going to be opening up the lines for phone calls. So if anybody's interested to call in, we did this last week and it was a lot of fun. I'm going to put the phone number right up there. If any of you guys are interested in calling in the show and saying hi or, you know, just uh, cutting it up with us live, go ahead. You know, don't feel bad. Uh, don't be intimidated. Uh, we're just lawn tubers. That's all. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, Lake House Lawn Care has an awesome question, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, he said, who has the best lawn you've ever seen? <laughs> Whoever pays me the most to tell it, that's the best lawn. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, before he moved, uh, Brett's, uh, ryegrass was just... None of the videos he put out, none of the pictures he put up did it any justice. You had to go see it in person. It was just beautiful. And it like you had to take your shoes off and and walk in it with your bare feet. It was it was that nice. Yeah, and it, yeah, and, it, and that's not a spot not a sponsored answer. He didn't pay me to say that. Yeah, you know, I totally agree. I mean, when I was, you know, the whole concept of this show is America's best lawns and he was definitely one of the top ones that I was thinking of. Yeah. Dude. Oh, he's here. He's here. Brett, I did say you. Oh, what's up, Brett? You can pay me later. I don't know if you guys watched our podcast uh, last week, but uh, that Brett was a good sport, and that was a good time. Thank you so that much, Brett. That was a Brett. good time. <laughs> did you watch it, Jimmy? 
I did. I did watch it. Yeah, we we, we had a lot of a lot of crazy conversations. Uh, had a good time. Um, over Brett, here, Brett knows when people are talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> he, hey, you know, Brett was just, probably watching. Just so happens to show up, right? <laughs> hey, Brett's the. You know, he had this uh, podcast on Reminder, and as soon as we started streaming, he started watching it. <laughs> um, Grace over here, she said, uh, "Jimmy, when are you gonna get a shed? You're running out of room in the garage." Yeah, don't I know it? Um, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question, Grace. Uh, the answer is I don't know. I I couldn't tell you, <laughs> but I need one. That's that's for sure. Well, I'll tell um, you. I'll my, tell you. I'll tell you what, Jimmy. I have a shed, and uh, I still run out of room. So I don't think that's the <laughs> that's the answer. I think consolidation is the answer. Yeah. Well, I've got plenty of room in my backyard for a shed. I just I just need to to you know get the finances in order and and get that all figured out. Um, my, my parents had a shed put in their backyard this past year. And so I kind of used that a little bit, throw some stuff in there. So I, I kind of have a shed if that counts for anything. Oh, the old use the grandparents shed trick, huh? <laughs> Free storage. <laughs> nice man. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what, what have you been, uh, or, well, I know what you've been doing, but what do you have planned? Like, you know, for the winter season? You're going to be making more snow content? Uh, that depends on the weather, to be honest. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got I've got a couple snowblowers in the garage uh, that are just kind of sitting in, in suspense right now. Um, I did get the, the Toro 60-volt power shovel out and about a few days ago when we got that one inch of snowfall. Um, and so that was kind of fun to get that out and see what it could do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna get any any snow content out for the rest <laughs> of the winter. <laughs> yeah, me neither. It's not looking like it. Hey, you know, speaking of that Toro power shovel, man, did you see Connor's video? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Dude, I was laughing my butt off the whole time watching that video. My wife was watching it with me. She's like, "What is wrong with this guy? This is a <laughs> Toro made him told him to do this video or what?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "It doesn't seem like he's too excited about it." <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a pretty hilarious video, video man, that he had. <laughs> he's always entertaining. He's, he's, he's fun to be around. You you never know what, what to expect when you're with him. You just got to kind of go with it. Yeah. I can imagine, man. Maybe, uh, one day I'll take a trip, uh, to Utah and come visit you guys, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on down. Uh, let's see, George, you need a bigger shed. Do you have any more home renovation projects coming up? James Dull. Yeah, I do need a bigger shed. Uh, only problem is I don't have really room to get it through the fence on the side of my house. But, <laughs> yeah, I do want to remind you guys that we are accepting phone calls. If you take a look over here underneath America's Top Lawns, we have the phone number. So if you guys want to call in and chat it with us live, we're here for you guys. Um. Jimmy, are you doing any kind of home renovation stuff this winter? No, man, I'm I'm actually taking it easy. Um as far as like big projects go. Um I am working on some things for the channel. Um have some stuff coming out pretty soon. Um have some have some stuff that I'm gonna offer. And uh yeah, next year's looking 
looking like it's going to be a pretty fun year. Got some stuff lined up, and hopefully it hopefully it goes the way it's planned. Man, I was trying to get some information out of Brett on the podcast, man, but he was leaving me dry, man. You got anything that you could talk about? Well, Brett, For 2021? Did, leave a little, Brett did leave a little hint in the in the chat there. Uh, he said that I'm coming to Moa's lawn. That's true. Uh, I will be mowing Brett's lawn in 2021. Are you moving to Florida too? <laughs> no, no, not that I'm aware of. Are you going to be it's like just the visiting? Are you going to be? I, Brett's the VP of Yardmaster. Are you going to be like the CPA or the <laughs> the executive uh, senior president or whatever? <laughs> Senior Executive Vice President of Operations. Yeah, exactly. Is that going to be you? <laughs> hey, who knows, I'll, man? I'll, I'll entertain any offer from Yard Mastery. He's, he's, he's open for work, Brett. Hint, hint. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, are you going to be still re- real mowing next year, Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep real mowing the front yard. And... Uh, uh, traditionally mowing the backyard with my time master. Do you have any plans of uh, getting like a residential real mower or do you plan on just keeping the greens master? Uh, that greens master is awesome, man. I, I can't get away from that. Um, yeah, it. I'll, I'll stick with that for now. I have, I have no plans to change. Hey, Brett said he needs a, a, an assistant. <laughs> I believe it. He he needs a, 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 a someone to get him coffee in the morning. <laughs> no, just he has my number. He knows how to get a hold of me. Nice, nice. <laughs> Lake House Lawn Care said, "Who is your favorite '90s rapper?" Oh, uh, Eminem. Yeah, I would definitely say. Uh, I mean, I liked all those guys, you know, with Death Row Records, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. uh, all those guys in that clique, Tupac. Biggie, all those guys. <laughs> um, let's see. He said, Scott said, I love all the Toro equipment you have. Can't afford it myself, but someday I'll get a leaf blower and maybe a small snowblower. Hey, the do you have 60 the- volt snowblower is bomb. Like that thing is awesome. <laughs> if, if you get anything from Toro's electric line, it's that leaf blower is a must. You, you have the leaf blower? Yeah, I have I have just about everything. Uh, I forgot about who did it, but they were testing the Eagle 650 CFM leaf blower against the Toro 60 volt leaf blower, and apparently the Toro is much better than the Eagle. Hmm. It might have been Brett. Was um, it? Maybe Brett's done a lot of Eagle versus Toro stuff. Um, he might chime in here in the chat. We'll find out, but. Uh, yeah, man, that that Toro leaf blower is cool. I I think having any kind of an electric leaf blower um, that you can have even in the off season just to kind of clear out the garage. Uh, I did a, a video on this a couple of years ago, and I did it on my Instagram story the other day. But we got that real light, fluffy snow. The leaf blower is perfect for that. You just blow it away. Yeah, you know when it comes to the leaf blowers. I used to love blowing out my garage to get all the dust and the debris and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but I actually stopped doing that because I, I installed a heater in my garage. And the heater, it's a furnace, and it has a sensor on it. So I don't want to get it, like, full of dust and everything like that. So now I have oh, to shop. Yeah. Now I have to shop back 
and vacuum my garage all the time, which sucks, but interesting. But I'll tell you this, uh, if you don't have a heater in your garage, it makes a huge difference, man. <laughs> it is so great. And it doesn't use that much power, surprisingly. I've got a I've got a propane heater in my in my garage that I'll that I'll kick on when I'm going out there. I was out there today, I got a I got an uh, a bench grinder for Christmas from my parents and I was putting that together today. And uh yeah, I had the heater on out there when I was when I was per- putting it together. It's cold. That what kind of bench grinder did you get? I can't remember the brand name of it, but it's You're the Walt guy, right? From what I remember. Uh no, I'm a Milwaukee guy. Nice. I like the Milwaukee Me too. Milwaukee tools. Um I love their twelve volt lineup. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm never going back uh, to eighteen volts. <laughs> I I like how the, the battery just sits flush in the handle of the drills uh on the the, the twelve volt. Um but yeah, the the grinder I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what it is. It's it's not a known brand, um, but it's nice, um, and it should last a long time. the The base is cast iron, and um, it's it's pretty heavy duty. I think it's an eight inch, eight inch grinding wheel on it. That's awesome, man. It's, it's always nice to have a new adjustable, piece. adjustable speed. Awesome, man. That's that. It's always nice to have a nice piece of equipment over here. Brett has a question. And, uh, you know, I get pretty giddy when it comes to this camera stuff. Brett, Brett has a lot to say, it looks like. <laughs> uh, he said, George, what camera are you filming with? I'm camera shopping. Uh, right now... He I'm, is camera shopping. Oh, well, my camera, I really like it a lot. Uh, I've tried a whole bunch. I've tried... I actually had the M50, the the Mark One, not the Mark II like you, Jimmy. So I haven't tried the Mark II yet, but uh, I wasn't a fan of the Mark One. The battery life just sucked on it. Um, the crop in the 4K was just like insane. Plus, it didn't have autofocus when it was yeah. cropped in on 4K. Um, right now, I'm using the Sony A6600 with the Sigma 16 millimeter lens. Yeah, so that's the Sony A6600 with the Sigma 16 millimeter lens, and it is a killer combo. But just be warned: if you use the Sigma 16 lens, you can't vlog with it. I don't know if you notice in my videos, but I'm all, I always have the camera on a tripod and I'm talking to the, to the camera on a tripod. I'm not ever walking around with it because it's a little bit tight, so I can't vlog with it. I plan on getting a new Sony lens. It's the, um, what is it, the 10 to 18 millimeter F4. Uh, maybe I'll get that next season, but uh, the A6600 is definitely an awesome camera. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Sony makes good stuff. Yeah, they do. Especially that that camera that Ron has. He has the creme de la creme. He has the top of the line Sony <laughs> camera. It's yeah, the, it looks he, like he's ready to chime in here too. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ron Henry has the Sony A7S III with the G Master lens. It's like a it's like a insane. It's like a six thousand dollar. He's got the Cadillac over there. It's like a six thousand dollar camera, man. <laughs> One day, Ron, man, when I got as many subscribers as you, I'll I'll go ahead and jump on that full frame train. But for now. I'm using <laughs> I'm using the A6600 peasant camera. No, I'm kidding. It's an awesome camera. <laughs> it's an awesome camera for what it is. Uh, Kyle said George hates the Canon M50. He already knows, man. He knows I'm not a big fan of the Canon M50. I'm really not, man. I feel like, you know, Sean Cannell, you know Sean Cannell with Think Media. I'm sure you know him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every YouTuber yeah. knows that guy. I feel like he just kind of brainwashes people to buy the M50. I don't know what kind of deal he has with them. <laughs> 
they do they do a lot of content on the M50. <laughs> I know, man. I know. I can't <laughs> imagine how much they're paying him, man. But the M50, I just I'm I like Sony cameras personally. But I will admit, your camera that you're using right now, I've heard good things about it. Uh, so yeah. far, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I mean, I'm I'm upgrading from a GoPro rig, uh, so it's nice to be able to like focus and zoom, and and kind of have a little more control over it. And it has the the flip out screen, so I can actually see what's in frame and not just guess. Uh, so that's nice. Uh, but I think if I were to try another camera, I'd probably I'd be open to trying one of the Sonys. John Perry runs a Sony. Uh, and, he has the A6500. Yeah, he uh, he speaks very highly of them. Yeah, I love the Sonys, man. I mean, right now it's like almost pitch black down here in my basement. There's there's like no like. Uh, artifacts or i forgot what they call it haziness you know what i mean uh so and it's not even a full frame camera uh i'm looking over here uh alan mentioned something worth noting he said sony canon you guys have to get a real camera nikon he's right nikon does make the best cameras like the z i forgot what it's called the nikon z60 or something like that that's a phenomenal Mm -hmm. camera but i don't got that that type of money just yet but maybe one day yeah And and the thing for me too is, not only don't I have the money, I just don't really have the interest. Um, I mean, I'm I'm filming videos about my grass, man. Like, I don't need, <laughs> I don't I don't need a big fancy camera setup. You know, I'm not I'm not doing it for that. If that yeah. makes sense. But you know, I mean, like Ron, you know, he brought up he brought up a good point. Like now that we're making videos on YouTube, you know, us leveling up our video. And learning how to use better equipment and making better quality content. I mean, that can open up a lot of doors for a lot of other things in the future, you know? For sure. Uh, So that's one thing I definitely respect about that. Hey, what's up? We got Garage Gear in the building. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know Garage Gear or not, but uh, he's an awesome guy. He's always making lawn videos and various other videos. Thank you so much for stopping by, bud. He's going to be on the podcast, too, coming up here uh, in the new year. I got to confirm exactly what date he'll be on. But if you guys haven't checked out Garage Gear, make sure you go check out his channel. I've uh, been watching him for a while, too. So I'm excited about that, bud. Thanks for stopping by. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking over here. Uh, you know, Christian, he said the GoPro 9 is awesome. Which GoPro do you have, Jimmy? Uh, I have two uh, Hero 7 Blacks. Two Hero 7 Blacks? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I have the Hero 8. It's it, That's an awesome machine, man. I do like that the new GoPro has a selfie screen, but with, yeah, the, GoPro, cool. with the GoPro being so wide, I'm not exactly it sure. It is really wide, yeah. I, I'm not exactly sure how it's much that wide. matters, that there's even a selfie screen on there. Yeah, I mean, if, if you hold it in front of your face, you're going to get everything you want in frame. Um which is nice and convenient. Um, I thought about upgrading from the seven to the eight when the eight came out, but I, I didn't like the things I was hearing as far as, you know, some of the things that they had changed. Like if, if you cracked the, the, the lens housing, um, you couldn't replace it. Um, things like that. And now I guess like they have their, it's like $5 a month. You can pay for like an insurance type thing. Um, but yeah, I I might upgrade it in a little while. I, I've heard the Hyper Smooth has gotten gotten a lot better, which is kind of baffling to me because Hyper Smooth, even on the seven when it first came out, is really good. Uh, 
I mean, I, I stick those things on the lawnmower and, you know, when you, you put a camera on the lawnmower when the engine or when it's turned on, you know, it's, it's shaking. Like you cannot watch this raw, uh, but you put on that lawnmower and you wouldn't even know it's so smooth. I Um, think, uh, Alan was saying that in his last video, like, like how could they improve the hyper smoothness any more than it already is? Yeah. That's, that's my same, my same feeling. It's, it's really, really cool technology. They did a really good job with that. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. And Christian, uh, I saw that you posted a video. I'm going to check it out. Uh, I think I saw someone in the comments saying that like the new footage on the GoPro nine is awesome. So I look forward to checking that out. Uh, but, um, yeah, over here, Ron Henry, he said, uh, if he didn't want the A7S3, he'd go with the A7C. Yeah, I heard about the A7C. That's like a full frame, a new Sony camera that's full frame, but it's supposed to be more affordable. Uh, but like you oh, said, cool. Jim, but like you said, Jimmy, we're making long videos for now. But uh, <laughs> it, it's definitely nice to you know consider for the future. Definitely. Once we once we got those Alan Haynes subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> so so how how you liking mowing low, Jimmy? You liking it? Yeah, I like we said, like we talked about earlier. It's it's a rabbit hole, um, I, but once once you get down there, you know, you get you get sub one inch. It's it's really fun. It's a lot more work and a little more time consuming, but, but man, it just feels nice. And like pushing pushing a spreader on real mode grass, like shortcut grass, is way more enjoyable than trudging through like three inch tall grass. Um, even like two inch tall grass, like there's a noticeable difference. Um, my, my kids will kick the soccer ball around and it just rolls better in the front yard than it does in the backyard. It's just, it's all around better. It, it takes more work, but man, it's nice. Do you ever just go outside and, and like walk on the grass barefooted because it's so awesome oh, yeah. because it's mowed low? Yeah. All the time. And it's, you ever get it where it's kind of like memory, it kind of feels like memory foam a little bit, like it, <laughs> like your feet kind of yeah. sink into it a little bit. Yeah. I, I like mowing barefoot and, and it's, it's easier to do that with the real mower cause it's got the big drum on the back. So you don't have to really worry much. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am much more prone to lay down on my front lawn than I am to ever lay in my back lawn just because it it's so much nicer. You like tanning in your more... front lawn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of those yeah. guys, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. <laughs> no, uh, the 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 longer grass in the backyard, it it looks good and it's it's a little easier to maintain, but I hate that like itchy feeling you get in tall grass. Yeah. And laying in the front yard in the short grass is just much more enjoyable for me. Uh, I think I saw this in the comments earlier. Were you planning on leveling your backyard or or no? So I made an attempt to level my backyard this past year. Um, And the word attempt is like the key word there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have a big fancy ATV and a big fancy drag like Connor. Oh, I did. Oh, you did? did. I did. I I borrowed my father-in-law's ATV and I actually borrowed Connor's drag to do this. Wow. Um, my, my biggest mistake was I didn't get the grass low enough and it, to anybody that wants to do sand leveling 
for any reason, you have to get at no taller than an inch. Like, oh, I always ideally you want to be. Go ahead. I always put mine below a half an inch. Like uh, my first leveling video I did, I made sure to take it down to 0. 0.40 inches. It makes it a yeah, lot easier. The lower you can go, the the easier it's going to be for you to work the sand in. Um, but I would say no more than an inch. Like if you can't get it below an inch, don't even consider doing it. What was um, yours at? Uh, so my front lawn, I keep at three quarters of an inch. And when I did my sand leveling, Three quarters of an inch is fine. Like I had no problem. Um, the backyard was probably about an inch and a half, maybe an inch between an inch and a quarter, inch and a half, somewhere in there, um, depending on low spots and things like that. But that was too tall, too tall. Yeah. And it, it took a lot of extra work. I did a little overseeding. Um, it, yeah. My my wife hated me for that because <laughs> she was out there working with me too. Oh man, mine uh, too. <laughs> so while while I was because we we did the sand and then I decided that I was gonna fix that big low spot in our backyard, uh, and we brought in another like ten yards of topsoil uh, to to smooth that area out and to fix that that drainage issue that we had. Um, and so while I was working on that, she was in the rest of the lawn kind of raking and getting getting as much of the grass up through the sand as she could. And yeah, and that was that was rough. <laughs> that was an intense situation. Hey, real quick, I want to give a shout out to Emilio Caballero. Thank you so much for stopping by, Emilio. I'm so late, but I just wanted to say Merry Christmas to both of you from a new home lawn owner. Oh, congratulations. Awesome. Congratulations, Emilio. Merry Christmas, Emilio. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I purchased my first house a few years ago. I remember that good feeling. And, you know, when you're a kid and you're mowing your parents' lawn, you know, I mean, that's all whatever. But when you're a first-time <laughs> homeowner and you got your own lawn and you want to assert your lawn dominance in the community, that's a whole <laughs> other thing, you know? And Emilio is a step ahead of me there because when I when I'm, we bought this house, this is our first house that we bought, and when we bought it, it is new construction. There's nothing but rocks and weeds. I could literally care less about the lawn. Like that was not even on my radar. And yeah, so Emilio, you're already a step ahead of me, man. You you've already got the itch and you're ready to go. Yeah, nice, Emilio. Congratulations again, bud, and uh, uh, you know, good luck with that. You know, it, you know, lawn care is not too hard, you know. It, it, it's easy to get into it, and it's easy to have a nice lawn, but it's hard to perfect it, you know. Yeah, there's there's always something that you could do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, over here, <clears throat> uh, Bermuda Brian has a good question. Uh, he lives in Georgia. Uh, he said, Ron Henry's leveling videos talked him into leveling. He can't wait to get it started. What's the biggest drawback with leveling cool season grass? Uh, Jimmy? We both have cool season grass, but I'll let you go first if you want. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the biggest drawback, I think, is probably the same things for any any grass type, really. I mean, you have to make sure that you're doing it when the grass is actively growing, uh, first of all. Um, and then if it's not like we talked about just a couple minutes ago, if it's not short enough to be able to do it, then you've got to work the, the height down. Um 
I think the hardest part for me, other than actually doing it, doing the work, because sand leveling is not an easy task. Don't let anybody's videos fool you to no. think that it's easy. It is they hard. They make it look work. easy. Yeah. I mean, we make the videos look good, but man, oh, that's hard work. Uh, and you you kind of go through this cycle where you you, you get uh, excited about doing it. Like, I'm going to sand level my lawn. I'm going to do it like those guys did it, you know? And you get all excited and ready and you do it. And you're like, oh, this sucks. This is so hard. Uh, and then, you know, a few months go by and you're like, I'm going to do it again. The cycle repeats itself. Um, but yeah, other than the actual labor of it, the hardest part is not being able to mow for a little while after you've done it. Uh, just because I don't know about you guys, but for me, I love mowing. I really like mowing the lawn and, and making it look really nice and clean and not being able to get out there and do that. that that's hard for me. Yeah. You know, uh, Brian, uh, I would, I would definitely say when it comes to cool season grass, I would, I would say that there's not much, you know, I mean, like Matt Martin always says, grass is a more uh, a lot more resilient than you think. You know, even if you end up leveling yeah. a little too much and you put a little too much product on, sure it might look bad for a month or two, but it'll eventually fill in. If you have KBG or if you have Bermuda, like you have, either way, yeah, I mean, I was gonna say he's got Bermuda. He's got nothing to worry about. <laughs> no, nah, man, I heard you could put one stalk of Bermuda on a lawn, and next month it'll be filled in. <laughs> That's the word around town. Uh, it's true. Yeah. Uh, Emilio said, uh, I can't wait to see what grass I got here. 4,300 square foot. Nice. That's about my lawn size. Uh, first size year, now. I'll go with sissy grass and KBG. Hope it works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to work very good in uh, New York. Oh, in, in Buffalo? Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be you'll be in good shape. Uh, go on over to Striper Man's YouTube channel and, and see what he's doing with the, with the bluegrass in New York. Yeah, uh, yeah. Striper Man has an awesome KVG lawn. Uh, if you want to learn more about his secrets, I did a podcast with him. It was the second podcast I did. Uh, he lives in, I believe, Long Island. Long Island, yeah, yeah. Long Island lawns. That's it. Uh, yeah. And he has an awesome KVG lawn. So go check out his content for sure. And he's a nice guy too. <clears throat> oh yeah, he is. Very nice guy, and I'm glad that he came. Uh, so yeah, so Jimmy, so you, from what I remember, you were only using sand to level your lawn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. I didn't, I didn't mix it with anything and it's, it's just, it's like a beach sand. It's really soft. Like a play, play sand. Not even like a play sand. It's softer than a play sand. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the, the, uh, the quarry that we, that that I get it from, uh, they can, they call it cyclone sand. I can't remember what it's screened to, but, but they describe it as like a washed beach sand. So if you think about going to the beach and walking in that sand, that's what it feels like. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, the, I've been using play sand. I, I actually, because my front lawn is not that big. So I, I never really ordered like, you know, a big quantity to put on my lawn. So, I always just mixed it up myself, you know, at home. And I didn't mind doing that. It was a lot of work, but to me it was worth it. I, I used play sand and and topsoil, and I mixed it. You know, I was one of those guys that were skeptical at sand at first. And I'll admit, I did use sand in some spots, and I had some burnout using sand. 
either that mm-hmm. or something else went wrong. But ever since I've been using the mix, it's been working well. But I know sand is the best leveling agent out there for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sand sand finds level just as good as water does. Yeah. It's But, yeah, sand does radiate heat. Yeah. And if you if you don't keep up on your watering, yeah, you could have some burnout. Yeah, I had burnout uh, next to my asphalt driveway. Uh, where I leveled with sand, but where I leveled with soil and sand mixture, I didn't have any burnouts. So, uh, interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. Uh, over here, he said, "I do want to remind you guys. Uh, we'll be wrapping up the podcast probably in a little bit. If you guys want to call in, the phone number is up here. If you guys, uh, you know, want to just call in and say hi, nothing big. Uh, show you support. The phone number is right there. Um." But, yeah, we look forward to that. So, uh, Jimmy, I want to ask you, uh, right now you have a – do you have a 1,000 or a 1,600 Greensmaster? Yeah, that's a Greensmaster 1,600. Where, where did so you get yours? Uh, I bought it off the Pest and Lawn Ginger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that video. <clears throat> yeah, so he, he got it from a, a Toro dealer – Oh, probably an hour or so north of where we live. He lives about 10 or 15 minutes south of me. Oh, okay. Um, and he he picked it up uh, from a Toro dealer that had a few a few uh, sitting around. And, uh, yeah, that's that's where he got it from. Then I, then I got it off of him. He was, uh, he was getting uh, an outlet, his outlet mower, and uh, he didn't want to keep the Toro around, so I told him I'd buy it off of him. Yeah, he has a pretty small lawn over there, so it doesn't. He does, me. yeah. He has he has a really small lawn. Yeah, it's probably smaller even in person too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I really like the Pest and Lawn Ginger's Christmas lights that he has. Did you see those? Yeah, those are pretty cool, right? The I jet- need to go over to his place and see him in person. I, I like those are so cool. Um, all right, guys, we got a phone call from the ATL. Let's see who it is. Hello and welcome. You're live on the air. Who is this? Hey, George. It's Ron. How's it going? Hey, what's up? It's Ron Henry. What's going on, buddy? Not too bad. Not too bad. How's it going, Ron? Hey, you know I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. You know I had to throw some theater in there for you calling in, man. (laughs) As you like to say. How how, how you doing, Ron? Uh, What's been going on since I talked to you last yesterday? Uh, not too much, man. Just um, too much, man. Just working on filming uh, some content, and uh, yeah, not a whole lot. It's, it's kind of cool. You have a dialing going, so I just I figured that you know, no one was calling, so why not uh, <laughs> jump in real quick and say? Oh yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, it's funny, man. Last week, you know, we had like five callers that called in right away. I, I don't know uh, this week if uh, they're shy or what. Maybe they're still in a food coma from all the food from yesterday. <laughs> Quite possible. Yeah, it's Christmas, right? So it's going to be a little quieter. But yeah, you know, you know, the diehards—they're they're definitely going to show up. So it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, hey, take what you can get. Can't complain. Uh, what's your uh, What's your new video you're working on today? So what I'm filming is a um, I'm doing a like a guide on setting the height of cut on a green smasher, like going through like soups and nuts, everything that is involved in it. It's probably something that I'll, I'll release um, closer to the springtime, but it's also content that's going to be going in the course. 
So that's uh, I'm just I wanted to put something together that was that was just a little more concise. So that's what I was working on today. Uh, awesome, Ron. I look forward to that content. You know, you always got that awesome morning content. We do have another call on the line. Uh, if you guys want to give us a call once I'm done with this call with Ron, uh, I will definitely answer it. If you guys want to give a call back. It was an Illinois phone call, too. I'm curious to see who that is. You got to get a little fancier with your setup and have uh, some extra lines on standby. Yeah, I got to have some like uh, some workers, man, like uh, like a PBS uh, phone, phone call drive kind of deal going on behind me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you need a call screener. Uh, yeah, exactly, Ron. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I look forward to that content. Uh, you you want to tell uh, any of my listeners uh, what you got in the store? I know you got some things coming up, Ron. Um. So what, what do I have going on? I mean, I'm, between now and you know February, I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm still going to be releasing content on on YouTube. But the big focus for me is I'm putting together that course that I keep mentioning to you guys on on how to trans like pretty much how to create the lawn that I have and that, that Alex has. Um, it's a question that I've gotten in a couple of times of people saying, Hey, you know, the videos are fine, but I'd like to see something that's just like very, very to the point. So we'll see. It's going to be a fun project at, at any rate. So we'll see if, if people get some value out of it. Awesome. Awesome. Jimmy, I could see your low battery is on, on your camera. Oh, I'll plug that in. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. I just want to let you know. Uh, yeah, Those if you batteries, man, <laughs> I know, man, they suck, dude. Tell me about it. Uh, I run, uh, well, yeah, I appreciate that, bud. And, uh, I look forward to your long course. And if any of you guys want to check out Ron Henry's channel and you haven't seen it yet, make sure you go check out his channel. It's got some awesome content. I've been watching him for just as long as Jimmy. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ron, thanks for calling in, bud. Thanks so much, man. Have a good night. Great, right. great show. All right. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I had that person from Illinois calling, uh, if you guys want to call in now, we're, we'll definitely, uh, take that phone call. Uh, eight one five number. Nice. That's a neighbor of mine. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I still see that it says it's low battery, Jimmy. Um, that not go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Jimmy, I know that you've been promoting a lot of lawn products this year. Uh, what are, what are some, what are some of your favorites you use this year? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, it says, Let, it says change the battery pack. I will do that. Why don't we get another phone call in here or something? And, uh, I'll do that in the meantime. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, we, oh, we got somebody calling into the live stream. Perfect timing. Welcome, you're live on the show. Who is this? What's up, George? This is Kyle. I think we've met before. I've been in your basement before. What's up, my man? Hey, what's up? It's Kyle from Lake House Lawn Care. Hey, my man. What's going on, Kyle? What you up to? How was your Christmas? I, I missed you a couple times lately. I thought you had Jimmy on the show. I had to give you guys a call. I mean, Jimmy's a legend in the lawn care game. So I just want to call in and say what's How's up, going, Jimmy. You got an awesome Appreciate lawn. You, man. I love it. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, fellas, you know what? Great podcast, great job tonight. Just want to call in and say I appreciate both you guys. You both are awesome. You're legends in the lawn care game, so thank you guys. Oh yeah, well, yeah, I appreciate it, bud. Thank you so much for calling in. All right, take care. Yeah, Kyle from Lake House Lawn Care, also an awesome content creator. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, and yeah. Uh, with that call, I think we're going to wrap things up here, Jimmy. 
Um, oh, I changed my battery and now you're going to cut me off. Huh? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, if you got any questions, uh, over I'm here, Scott kidding. Allen said, thank you so much for all your hard work and success on your videos. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy, so much for appreciate it, Scott. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy, to, uh, you know, for motivating, uh, all of us. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, longtime watchers here on the podcast that have been watching your videos. So thank you for what you do, man. Super cool, man. Yeah. I appreciate what you're doing. Um, yeah, if I could just answer that last question for you that way, you know, in case we don't leave people hanging, sure. um, my, my favorite products that I've been, uh, using this past year, I did, I did do quite a few product reviews. Um, I don't think I'll be as heavy on the product reviews this next season. Um, but yeah, my, I'd say probably one of my more favorite products that I've used, um, for the first time this year was the pro Pete fertilizer. Uh, I really I'm digging on the Pro-Pete fertilizer. Um, so I'm probably going to continue using that this next year. We'll just kind of to see how things things go there. Um, I do still have a, uh, a bunch left in the garage, so it's going to get used. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that uh, Brad was telling me that they're, they're selling it at Home Depot now because they don't sell it on Yard Mastery yeah. anymore. Yeah, well, they were selling it on Home Depot anyways. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, they've they've been on Home Depot for a while now, and you can get it there. And yeah, yep. Oh, it's true. Sweet. You know, I haven't tried the Pro P, but like I said, everybody keeps bringing it up, so I'm trying it this year for sure. Yeah, it's definitely worth the try. And if you can get your hands on a greens grade Pro P product, go for it. Yeah, uh, as far as me with lawn products, I would say my favorite that I tried this year is the Feature Six Hundred. That stuff transformed my backyard in like two days. <laughs> I could not believe Sweet. it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that's that's a pretty quick result. Have you tried the feature yet? Not yet. No. No, you got to try, it, Jimmy. It is worth the money, man. I mean, this is like uh this is like I think this this product is a game changer and I'm surprised not more people are using it. Yeah, I have to see if I can get my hands on it. it it's kind of hard to find, uh but there's some guys in the lawn form that sell it uh if you want to find it. Uh Let's see over here. Uh, God bless. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Howard Horez. Uh, thank you so much, bud. Thanks, Howard. Uh, Scott, thank you, too. Uh, and Super TA, he said Pro Pete's good. He has more left. All right, awesome. Uh, well, yeah. with that being said, Jimmy, was there anything uh, you wanted to tell the viewers? Where can they find you if they haven't seen your channel yet? I'm sure they all have, but for the ones that haven't. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can find me at... Uh, uh, Jimmy Lewis Mose on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure George will be kind enough to leave a link in the description of this of this video here. I'm already um, I already did it, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, so there you go. You can uh, see that there, and then uh, my website, JimmyLewisMose.com. You can find that too. Nice, nice. Uh, you rolling out anything new on your website? Um, there's going to be some things coming. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's some stuff. Yeah, coming. I see that I'm smile, gonna... Jimmy. <laughs> I see I'm that not smile, Jimmy. Leave any hints, but yeah, there's there's some stuff in the works. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we all look forward to it. Uh, once again, guys, uh, don't forget next week I'll be having Roz Weston on the live stream. Uh, if you guys know, then you know uh, this guy's been around the lawn community for a few years now, and he's got some awesome real mowing content and some awesome lawn content in general. So uh, make sure you guys check us uh, next week. That'll be January second at 8 7 central once again that'll be Roz weston on the podcast and uh jimmy thank you so much for your time but i really appreciate you accepting my invite 
And uh, yeah, I look forward to doing this again. And I'm going to come visit you guys, you uh, Utah gang, man, one day. Yeah, come on out. We'd, we'd love to have you. It, it seems to be the trend lately. Everybody's coming out this way, which is nice, because then we don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> hey, if you ever want to come to Chicago, you're welcome, too. Hey, man, I, I would love to come and see everyone's lawn in person. I think seeing seeing the lawn in person is way better of an experience than seeing it on, on the YouTube. Um but yeah, I will. I will be doing a little bit of traveling this year and and seeing a couple of lawns. So, I do want to give a shout out to Turtles Turf and DIY. Thank you for the nice comment, Left Tool. Thank you so much. He said, "Jimmy, happy birthday." Uh, I mean, I said, "Happy birthday, <laughs> happy New Year's to you uh, too." Uh, thank you so much, Left Tool. I'm glad that you stopped by the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um. Scott Allen said he used the next products and it turned out nice. Cool. You never go wrong with next products. Yes. Uh, all right then, Jimmy, uh, thank you so much. And the viewers, thank you guys so much too, for, uh, making it through. I know that we, we went a little bit over an hour, but, uh, that's all right. I was so excited for you guys uh, to come and, uh, for Jimmy to be here. Like I said, I, you know, I've been watching him for years and just to have him here on the show. I mean, that's kind of surreal. So thank you, Jimmy, again. Appreciate the invite, George. This is a lot of fun. Uh, likewise, bud. And uh, with that, I'll see you guys next week. Take care. See you guys.